Hey, this is Jose Galison on No Way Jose. Um, I'm, you can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me just about anywhere podcasts are at. I'm on the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute as well. Uh, this episode should be on there since we're going to be tackling more of a cultural topic today. Uh, today my guest is Ovaltine. That's not his real name, but that's uh, it just feels weird to call him anything else. He's actually, uh, that's his, Ovaltine's his Twitter name. Uh, so this is a dude I met on Twitter, uh, hashtag Tower Gang, for all the people paying attention in there. I've been finding a lot of people, a lot, a lot of interesting people in a fucking Tower Gang. And uh, I mean, I probably have like fucking five or six episodes that I've already planned, sprawled out of from people I've met in there. Uh, so I highly suggest if you're on Twitter, get into that. It's fun shit. Um, anyways, today the topic I want to cover is I want to cover uh, increasing liberty through culture. And uh, Ovaltine's kind of perfect guest for that. He has he's written two books, uh, and you know we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, I also want to remind you guys before we get into it, I monetized on Patreon.com/slash No Way Jose 2020. Uh, you can also support me with crypto and the Fed.app. I'm also No Way Jose 2020 there as well. With that I'm gonna go ahead and bring in Ovaltine and give you his real name because I don't even really fucking know it. <laughs> What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, dude, I met on Twitter. It sounds kind of sketchy. All right. All right. A little bit. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself for the audience so they can get to know who you are and what you're about? Uh, yeah. On, on Twitter, Ovaltine Jenkins is what I go by. And people think I'm black because I've got a picture of Gus from Psych on there. And uh, my real name is Christopher, which is kind of weird for people, I'm sure. Uh, Christopher Whalen Boothwatch. I ride under CW Boothwatch. <laughs> so, uh that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Uh, you want to go ahead and tell us about your books that you wrote? You, like you said you had two books. Just kind of just give us a brief overview of both, and then we'll kind of maybe dig in a little bit from there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, two books out. Uh, one is called The Buffalo on Main Street. The other one is called Narcolepsy. They're both kind of ridiculous, but they're liberty-minded. Uh, one's a bit anarchistic. Uh, people taking on blowing up government buildings and that sort of thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you ever read uh, Christopher Moore? Are you familiar with him? No, I have not. I'm not a huge fiction. I read a lot of comics, as you can see behind me. Uh, oh, but uh, I'm not a fiction guy. It's weird. It's always like one extreme or another. It's either like, I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily dumb comics because there's actually a lot of really like really heady intellectual comics out there that I like to read. But it's always either like fucking fiction with pictures, or it's like if I'm gonna read, it's usually like nonfiction that's like very like heady stuff like. Uh, it's like it's like one extreme or the other for me, but I don't read a whole lot of fiction. But I know a lot of people do. And we'll we'll get into that more. But yeah. uh, Christopher Morris is kind of like if anybody knows who that is, that's kind of how my books are. Uh, Kevin Smith was a big influence for me, so uh, like Clerks and all that early stuff of his is kind of what influenced me. So if you're familiar with that, that's kind of how I write. <laughs> oh, so so quite quite ridiculous. Okay, you, we ridiculous. know how he. Is. <laughs> all right. Uh, one thing you brought up when we talked before is that you wrote these books before you kind of had your, you know, red pill moment, if you will. Um, and I just thought that'd be kind of interesting thing to touch on a little bit. Cause, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You wrote both these before you were a full on anarchist, you know, whatever, you know, am I correct? Uh, yeah. I started both of them when I was in college, like 10 years ago, I started them and then I uh, started working and didn't have, have time to finish them. So, uh, last year when I was out of work is whenever I got back around uh, working on it. And by then I was pretty much uh, already into anarchy. <laughs> so I kind of went back through and rewrote everything. Uh, gave him more of a bent that way. Oh, so you did, you kind of went back and made revisions. 
Because what, oh. what, what I was getting at is that, like, we had talked before, it's just kind of interesting that and I think it goes into a lot of, like, just how you write. And, uh, like, I mean, a lot of people know who are writers or I'm, I'm not a writer, but I, I know the basic. I know you go by the hero's journey. That's a generic, like, pretty much every story, for the most part, within reason, is kind of loosely based off the hero's journey, which I don't know all the archetypes and how it goes through. But it's pretty much, like, if you just look, like, everyone's seen a movie that's, like, you know, play by numbers, and you can kind of tell exactly how things are going to go. That's because it's literally just a straight up riff off Hero's Journey. That's kind of what everything is for the most part, but with some minor, you know, differences and stuff. But uh, the point I'm getting at is that it's kind of like those archetypes are inherently like liberty minded and people don't even realize it. So it's just kind of funny how like as much as we try to fight it, it's like by our nature, we kind of are like liberty ish, if you will. So I just I, I just think it's kind of funny that you even like you kind of were saying that you wrote these before you were an anarchist. And then you go back and you're like, this is really fucking anarchist as shit, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it. <laughs> am, am I am I barking on the right tree or was am I wrong? Did you go back and re revise a ton of shit? Like, God, look at my status ass. <laughs> oh, man, I did revise quite a bit of stuff. Uh, I guess I was worried whenever I, I was worried about statism, I think. The more uh, the more content I consume these days, I notice that a lot. <laughs> you know, you see the propaganda everywhere. And I was like, man, I got to get something in here that makes it a... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to red pill people, obviously, but, you know, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it's all good. We but could yeah, always touch back in there. I mean, shit, we're going back 2,500 years with that. Pretty much the same story over and over. <laughs> just trying to find a new bin on it. Yeah. And the and like I said, the story is inherently just uh, fucking just liberty is essentially what it is. It's always like a very individualistic, you know, the hero, he conquers evil, you know, it's. I mean, it's very basic, but, you know, that's basically what it is, you know? And, uh, I mean, you did kind of touch on a little bit something there, too, that I thought was kind of interesting we could touch on, um, that you were kind of talking about how, like, you see things now. Like, sometimes you look and see things through different lenses as, like, being red-pilled, if you will. And it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting, like, looking at stuff now, like, I don't know. Like, there's so many things now that, like, I'd say when I saw one as a kid that I look at, I'm like, and it's it's one or the other. Like I look at it and be like, "What is this shit?" Like I can't believe that I was given this indoctrination bullshit when I was a kid, and now you see it differently. Or it's the other way around. You're like, "Holy shit, this is base as fuck," you know? Like, <laughs> did you see uh, in the Tower Gang chat? Someone said the other day they asked, uh, "Is it just me, or does content seem to be more libertarian the older I get?" And a lot of people were saying, "No, not so much." Um, I think I see it more statist. Uh, but I guess it depends on what lens you're looking through. It's a, it's a mix. I don't know. I mean, it's like I you can see both because it is like I like I was kind of again. I think inherently you, it's almost hard to avoid it. I feel like just stories by themselves kind of lend themselves to like that's just what human nature drives towards is liberty in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So, but then you have shit like I don't know. For example, like Lion King's a good example of status bullshit. I know it sounds silly, <laughs> but if you think about it, it's like. It's literally a story about them like deferring to the king and like I don't know, I, I could think of more and it but it, like if you go back and watch Lion King thinking of it like that you will be like holy shit <laughs> like, this is pretty fucked up but yeah yeah uh, I was trying to think of a bunch of stuff that we could talk about as far as uh, examples of really things that are I guess not liberty minded but more anarchistic toward, uh, more red pilled I mean the obvious things I was thinking of was like Fight Club. Uh, and then I brought up Mr. Robot, which you haven't seen, so it's kind of, kind of uh, ruined that. But Mr. Robot is really in that vein. I mean, the very first episode, they brought up the Federal Reserve. And uh, I was like, oh, man, the Federal Reserve and going off the gold standard. 
So I don't know. There's not a lot out there like that, though. I mean, it's either really over the top, like Fight Club, you know, like oh, we got to take down these evil corporations, or just I don't know, kind of hinted at it the way you were talking about with how it's liberty in a way, but I don't know. It's hard to uh, it's kind of hard to explain, I guess. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Um, so I kind of also want to get into like I think we as liberty folks need to start focusing on getting more into the culture so like what you're doing and i think what you're doing i mean don't get me wrong like look at what i'm doing i'm doing a podcast i even started trying to have a cultural bent but i just like it's just not you kind of got to do what what you're what you what you like to do or what you what you are your talents lend themselves towards and for me like i i do do like like half the stuff like right now we're doing like a cultural ish episode i try to do like cultural stuff at the end of the day what interests me is like political theory and philosophy and shit like that so like me, I'm not the greatest example, but it is good to have stuff like what you have, which is like fiction. I do think you people, we should start, ha- people should start getting like, I don't know, Mark Claire is a good example. I bring up frequently. I don't know if you know of him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he is a, I believe he's a sports announcer, but it's like, sure. I mean, he's like, a, that's his like real world job. He's I a sports. Yeah. He, he announces for sports. And that's my point. We need to get people to have shit like that. Just normal. They're in the culture and it's like, they're not out there beating people over the head, you know, with like Liberty, this Liberty, that, but it's just like just subtle shit. Like, cause now I, I can't even watch, like, I'm not a big sports guy, but I can't watch ESPN wow, like I at all. I used to not mind if it was just, man, but now I don't watch hardly at all. Yeah. ESPN. Because, because it's been dominated culturally by the left to where the point where it's just like, it's just drivel. And you're just like, this is just awful. And it's like, I mean, they just kind of slowly move that way. But if you get more people like Mark Clares or whatever, they get in those positions to where, like, yes, they're not going to come in there and, like, immediately have some, like, opinion piece about, like, I don't know, something liberty-ish with this player or whatever. But it's, like, just subtle little things that you will pick on, they say on. And people, it's like, uh, I did. I don't know when this will come out, the episode we had. I had uh, Cole, another dude from our group chat, and we kind of, mm-hmm. like, shit on centrists because we were doing, like, a thing on uh, – on political unity and kind of how you have, you know, you have oh, right yeah. unity, you have bottom unity, you have diagonal unity. And then we also shit on centrist a little bit. And one thing that's kind of getting out of centrist is they're just kind of like, they're just the flock. Like you just kind of have to direct them one way or the other. And I mean, it's kind of what I'm essentially hinting at. I mean, maybe a little bit fucked up, but we need people in cultural positions that can guide this fucking, this herd of sheep in one way or the other. And I'm not saying to beat them over the head. If anything, it's better to be subtle and, you know, have little, like, you know, just little things here and there. They're like, oh, that's 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 different than, you know, that guy who was just telling me about, I don't know, cultural appropriation or some shit like that. Like, so just subtle things like that I think are important. When you start getting people move that way, you know, I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, it's something like like Dave Smith is talking about all the time, uh, the culture. I mean, the left obviously dominating the culture and the right just losing. And then we just kind of jerk off watching and laughing. Uh <laughs> it's not like we're going to get a bunch of TV shows, (laughs) you know, there's not going to be a bunch of libertarians running TV shows and making movies anytime soon, but things like you were talking about, I mean, with like Mark Claire and then with Brian McWilliams also, he has the, uh, it's kind of like a, I've never even listened to it because you have to be part of the pride, but uh, the paying members, but it's uh, like a comic book thing, but it's uh, he does it over the air, uh, like an old timey radio thing. Stuff like that, I guess. Uh, novels, nobody reads anymore, though. <laughs> so it had to be someone really, really popular to kind of move any kind of influence. I mean, maybe some... I've never read the Harry Potter stuff. I don't know if they're <laughs> very liberty-minded. Something like that, mm. though. Like, if someone like that actually wrote something that was... And like you said, not beating people over the head with it is a key thing. Uh, yeah, I, 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You oh, no, go ahead. Ahead. I think another good example is Michael Malice. Like, cause uh, I don't know if you watch his show regularly, but mm-hmm. honestly, he doesn't really usually go that deep into politics. He's mostly like, he literally did a whole episode once with these creators of jeans that he liked. And they just, they That's just weird. shot the, sh- yeah, he just does weird shit like that. He, like he doesn't, he doesn't drive. He doesn't lead with his anarchism. That's not what he, that's not what he identifies himself by. Like he's just like, he is, I mean, he's not ashamed of it, which I think is another thing going for people is I don't think you should be ashamed of who you like, what you are, but don't, don't be, don't be like the vegan or the crossfitter that, you know, the, the, the joke of like, how do you know if someone fucking is, is vegan is a vegan? Don't worry. They'll tell you, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like, don't, don't be that person. Cause you just come off as annoying. But like, we if they're just like libertarianism though, I mean, because yeah. and everything, you know, you kind of don't want to tell people you're a libertarian because then they associate you with some really dumb stuff. And then yeah. you're like, no, no, that's not really what we believe, man. That's, that's what dumbasses up there. So, I mean, I see how that goes. Yeah, people are either like ashamed and don't talk about it at all, or they're like way over the top and tell everyone. Uh, it is like it's hard. You got to strike a balance. It is what it is. I mean, eventually, it's kind of like you get to a point. It's like I, I've talked in previous episodes. I'm like an atheist, so like it's kind of the same thing that happens with atheism. Is people I'd say the the angry atheists. Like you have that period of time where like when you you're like I figured it all out. You know, you guys are all fucking wrong, and it's like like you're just pissing everyone off. So like it, at the end of the day, it kind of doesn't fucking matter. So like. I mean, if, if it comes up in conversation, don't be a little bitch and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. There's a God or whatever. But, you know, like, just be like, yeah, no, I, this is what I believe. And then if they push you on it, you can, I mean, don't back down, but I mean, don't be a dick either. It's just kind of well, like, well, that's what I believe, man, you know? Like a, little, uh, a little pamphlet we can just keep in our pocket and just hand out. Yeah. You know, that's what we believe, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a really basic version, too. None of that bullshit, you know? Yeah. Uh, one thing that uh, a while back, uh, Scott Horton was on Pete's show, uh, Pete Canona's Free Man Beyond the Wall. And he was kind of getting at how we don't have, he was kind of pushing saying that we needed our own. It almost seemed like he was saying like our own news, you know? And uh, Scott was kind of saying, that's what I've been doing for years, man. But it's like, I don't know. Pete seemed like he was saying that it would be cool if we had different, like our own little thing, you know? And I I got to thinking, I was like, man, that would be cool if there was some kind of, not like CNN bullshit 24 hours, but you know, like once a day, somebody in the Liberty movement actually ran down some stories that was, and you know not from the bullshit perspective of every other media outlet <laughs> well it's funny you bring that up because uh actually it's two things for one i'm kind of in early talks with another oh. guy uh dude uh i mean i don't know if i'm maybe not necessarily say i don't really give a shit whatever we're kind of just talking about maybe doing like a weekly news roundup thing but i mean that is actually not that crazy people do that i think what you're getting at is that they kind of want to be like a non-biased type thing i'll be honest we'll probably put our opinion on it we'll be more like editorialized but what I was getting, what the biggest thing I'm getting at is, uh, like, I had th- this whole this podcast started from a like I was a Facebook group that was in called the Liberty Movement, and the idea of it is that it, we were we wanted to push cultural the cultural side of liberty, and mm-hmm. we wanted to have a spot where we don't really engage in like the political side of things. So like we were just for the most part just like we would try to you know direct conversation away from the shit like the L versus the R versus D or like minarchism versus anarchism and shit like that. It was just more like cultural type stuff, which, cause that was our ideas. That wasn't what's important from yeah. there. I came the YouTube channel. And then from then, like, so there's a YouTube channel out there right now that I still manage called the Liberty movement. Um, and then I also, and then from there, like I started my show on there and then later I created my own separate channel, but I'm still running both. But the idea of the Liberty movement is we were having, it was the cultural non-political stuff. So 
that's why like only like half my episodes go up here. So stuff that's not like overtly political, like my episodes like that go, go there. So like this one hasn't been really overtly political, at least in not my opinion, a little bit, but not much. We just yeah. kind of subtly. So this will go on there. Uh, but like now I have, other, it's a rotating group of shows and we're always open for more. So if you're out here listening and you have something that fits that bill, like for right now we have like on Mondays, we, I, I have a fucking, um, there is a respectful parenting or no, it's called parenting trap, which is their thing is like a parenting show. And it's, they don't really ever go into politics at all. I know them though. And they're, I'm pretty sure uh, Alex, if I'm, I might be real wrong, but she's, she, she's like, I think it's like a fucking agorist or some shit. Like, so she takes these ideas seriously, but like they this is it from that angle when they do it, or they just stay away from politics altogether. It's, it's one of those things where I think like you kind of can't help it, but they don't really. I mean, it, at the other day, like they're they're pushing respectful parenting, which is kind of like a push, like a thing similar to, like peaceful parenting, which is the idea of like you don't hate your kids. Right. Which I mean, we talked, we actually had an episode that I had them on my show, and we talked about that, and that kind of like for me, like I'm a parent, I have an eight year old and eleven year old, both girls, and I fucking like I'm not gonna lie, for a while I used to spank them when they were younger, but like that went away as I got older. And the biggest thing that kind of got me out of that was the NAP. Cause it was just like, how the fuck am I going to, you know, apply the NAP to everything, everybody else, but my children. And it's like, what, what, what logical reason do I have that like, for some reason, they're the exception to where the most defenseless people that I get to hit for some fucking reasons. Cause they don't, aren't doing what I want. Right. I mean, so, you know, that's kind of what got me out there. So it's kind of like a byproduct. So it is kind of one of those things where you kind of can't help it. To the extent, but no, they don't really ever go into it all. So we have that, and then my show—I'll uh, put my show on there usually about once a week. One of my episodes will usually be like a cultural topic, and then we also have on Fridays we have people who do a uh, movie review show. Uh, they're the Last Nighters, and uh, I mean they do it from like a Rothbardian perspective, but they don't really go like super deep into the politics. Usually, they might, maybe a little bit here and there. It's very subtle, and yeah, I mean we also have a guy who on there is a Christian anarchist, so he'll talk about like christianity type stuff and uh we'll like hit episodes that he has that are some of his episodes are political but the ones that aren't we will put on our, our thing which is so i mean pretty much the only ones he regularly post on there are me so my show uh the parenting show and the movie review show but we're always looking for more because like when we created this like uh, i wanted to have like a i mean like a news thing would be great if there's someone who could do it news especially if they can do a little bit more like just kind of like reading the news kind of like here's what's happening and that's that That'd be fucking great. And then also, like, say, for example, like a sports show. If somebody wants to do, like, sports highlight reels and they they no obviously – bullshit at all in it, just actual sports. Yeah, and they're like – but they're people that we know that are like – because our idea was it was to be almost like a launching pad for for to, like, to create – for, like, cultural people with, that, that have similar ideas with us, yeah. you know? So, like, yeah. I mean, so anyone listening out there, if you have something that fits that, if you – especially, like, because, uh, for example, this parenting show and the uh, – the movie show, uh, they both have their own channels. So it's like they're, we're post, they're posting on both. I'm usually using like older content. So it's kind of like to boost their content. But if you don't, if you just want to like, if you want to like do not have your own channel, you want to just kind of go easy, build up a base. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's, it's whatever the fuck you want to do. So people out there, if you are wanting to start a podcast and you want a place to start it and you're wanting something like that, hit me up. I'm always down for fucking doing that. You know? Uh, so I mean, the Liberty movement global at gmail.com. I'll hit it up again at the end, but yeah, so I just want to take that chance to plug that because that is something I think is really has been a cool idea. It's just it's still kind of it's an infancy. I feel like yeah. an asshole. I haven't watched any of that other stuff. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, it's like we're at about like 150 subscribers on YouTube, but that one's also on BitShoot as well. Um, I mean, so, yeah, if you keep uh, adding a bunch of shows to it, man. Like, huh? especially if you keep adding a bunch of shows yeah. to it, 
uh, one thing that would be cool, man, talking about like the news thing, if we had like our own little daily show type thing, you know, but you know, old school daily, daily show. Yeah. Uh, that would be really awesome, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, not a daily thing. I mean, people don't have time for all that shit, but yeah. I mean, funny, like, you know, pokes fun at every side, but comes at it from a libertarian angle. That would be cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I know, like I mentioned that me and another buddy are talking about doing like a, a news roundup bit. Is that kind of and, what we're going for? Or y'all just going to do straight news? I don't know. We haven't really talked about it too much. It's an idea we're kicking around right now. Maybe that might be not bad, but I, I don't know. No, knowing me and him, I have a, I don't, we're not like reporter types. So it's not like we would do like a, a deadpan, you know, role of like what's going on. It would be highly, I, I don't see us doing it that way. But I do think if there are people who that's their thing, you like digging into news, bringing up news stories that you find to be interesting, just presenting them and that's it. I mean, obviously, I know I, like people always talk about like the bias thing. I, I don't think that should be like a super duper big concern. Cause I mean, I the, people, you know, when you're overdoing it, but yeah. in the, the day, like if you, you can tell, like you, I mean, people, we in the, like the Liberty movement, you know, as at large fucking you read, you know, news headlines all the time. And just, it's like the whole malice line of like factual, but not truthful. And you'll see shit the way they present it. It clearly has a spin on it, but there's, there's like, Technically, no lie there. You know, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but everyone knows what I'm talking about. They read a headline, you're like, oh, that's not biased at all. You know, it's like the way they phrased it. Yeah. It's like, it's like technically they're just presenting to you what happened, but it's like, come at eh. it from you're kind of shitting on everyone. I mean, like the Daily Show, I mean, I keep going back to that, but that was such a, a great show that he shit on both sides all the time, constantly yeah. back in the day. And if you come at it from an angle like that, I think it would be, I mean, the only bad thing, like one thing I was thinking about, man, is that everybody's got a podcast, you know, and that's cool for people to listen to podcasts, but I mean, I don't, I actually, I don't know how many people listen to podcasts a lot, but if we had some kind of actually produced thing, you know, like a, a YouTube channel that had the graphics and all the little bullshit like that, you know, I mean, that'd be a huge endeavor and people have to get paid for that. But I mean, if we had something like that, man, if we could get something pushed like that, I think that would be really cool. And if it was really funny, you know, and it could actually pick up a little bit of steam, man, I mean, that would be, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. I mean, I mean, we have the talent, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, making that push. And I have been hearing a lot of people that have been making this kind of chatter for a while of like, we need to just start, we need to stop being so goddamn autistic and start focusing on the culture more. And oh, yeah. I, I I have been seeing that push a lot more. Like one person, for example, that's been really popular lately, uh, Drew Hancock. I mean, I'll throw him out there. I don't know if you know who he is. I don't he's, know he's a newish guy. He's had a, I mean, he hasn't had too many videos, but they got... He like he blew up and he his more is like a like highly produced type deal too. So like he does a lot of video editing and shit and that kind of like blew up. And so it's like, I don't know, like that there's a, the ta- my point being is the talent is there. So you have people like that. So you you never know what like things can happen, what doors open, you know, who gets with who to make what happen. I, I just think there we need to really be that that's my opinion, maybe focus on the culture. I think I, I was talking to, I had Sal, the agorist on my episode once and he was, I brought this up to him and he brought up that like, he said something like, Oh, I don't think we should be as focused on the culture. We need to be focused more on economics. And I just kind of thought about that a little bit. And I was like, those aren't two different things. It's kind of what I was like. Cause I mean, all economics is, is the study of human action. Mm-hmm. And like, so what is culture, but human action? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's like a facet of it. So like, I don't know. I guess that was something I was just like, I was thinking it's one of those things when you're driving or taking a shit, you're just like kind of thinking it through and you're like, <laughs> like that was one of those things for me. Cause I was kind of like, you stumped me. And the more I thought about it, like, wait, no, it's both. Like it's not either or that's a false dichotomy, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to think of ways, man. Like, like I, 
like even like uh, people do animation and cartoons and stuff like that. I tried to learn that a while back, and I thought it would be really cool to turn my books into something like that. But oh, man, that's a huge endeavor to <laughs> to learn that. But we have people, I'm sure, in the community, and yeah. if we could get people, I mean, uh, take Pete Quinones for example. He's uh, on his second, uh, working on his second film now. Uh, they've had. I guess he's had trouble uh, getting enough money for it. So we should uh, push that. Anybody has any money, send it Pete's way for the film about the cops. Yeah, uh, I don't know the plug, but yeah, definitely go give money to Pete if you can. If you've oh, got yeah, the money, go right. give him money. The Monopoly and Violence was amazing. I've been kicking oh. around the idea of doing like a, a two or three part like podcast of, uh, over the Monopoly and Violence because I, I absolutely love the Monopoly and Violence. It was great. Oh, so really if you haven't cool. watched it, go watch it. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. But stuff like that, if we can get someone uh, – like him or Dave Smith, Michael Malice, anybody that actually has any kind of pool, you know. Uh, if we could get somebody like that behind any kind of little thing we do, man, we might be able to take, uh, to, you know, to get more people on board, especially the people who have uh, the skills to do sort of, like like we were talking about, any kind of animation or the whatever for any kind of show we wanted to make, you know. Uh, it's doable, I guess, is my point. <laughs> it would just be kind of be a grassroots thing. And, I mean, Pete's showing, like, the money they raised uh, to do the Monopoly on Violence and everything. There's a will there for uh, crowdfunding, stuff like that, I think. Yeah, um, and one thing I kind of want to touch on, I'm still thinking of it, is uh, the one reason why I think it's important we focus a lot more on the culture than we have been before is I think we as libertarians or, you know, liberty-minded individuals in general, I think we have a tendency to really focus on political shit which it makes sense, Definitely. but I think the problem is that's the most divisive thing about the Liberty movement, if you will, like, cause you, the political like, with, shit or the culture, well, say what the political shit or the culture is the, the most political bad. shit. So like that was kind of the purpose of the Liberty movement group when we created it was because that was our idea is we thought that like the political shit is what divides us. Cause like, think about come election time, how liber the libertarians vote. Like it's a great example. They're all over the fucking place. Like from like, there are people who don't vote. There are people who vote libertarian. There are people who vote Democrat. There are people who vote Republican. It's a fucking clusterfuck. But now, if you take someone who will say they're on the right, they pretty much are all in lockstep voting Republican. If you look at the left, uh, they're pretty much all voting. They're lockstep voting de Democrat for the most part. Within reason, there are exceptions, mm -hmm. but it's but within like we're we're individualists. Like that's kind of what we are as liberty people. And so it's kind of like, it's a, people always say it's like herding cats. So, and I'm not saying, and this is not me endorsing voting one way or another or whatever. If anything, my point is that's like, it's a dividing factor within our fucking, our community. Cause I mean, I think inherently liber liberty is kind of anti-political. So like, it's like for the left and the right, I think the politics is essentially part of their culture. Whereas for us to engage in it, it's kind of almost like anti our culture so it's what breaks us apart so i think it, we, the big thing is we need to start focusing more on engaging in the culture and like so that's why i think like the culture is kind of what brings us together and so that's where we need to focus on and not so much on the divisive side of things with like politics not to say that there's not a place for that and then we shouldn't have those discussions i just think that is the the movement going forward is i think to focus on cultural things in general you know so yeah but there's a lot of stuff in the culture too i mean especially with all the the left libertarians, you know, or whatever they want to be called these days, they focus on that stuff almost exclusively. I mean, mm. so I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, Dave Smith talks about it constantly, you know, all, all the culture stuff. And I don't know how, like you say, like uh, between the left and the right, all lockstep. I don't think there's any way for us to ever get there, even, <laughs> even yeah. if we're talking about the culture. I mean, because, I mean, we got such a big tent. I mean, we go from anarchists who believe no government whatsoever and don't want to vote, you know, to kind of minarchists who 
you know, uh, so I don't know, man. It's kind of yeah. a, I don't yeah. I have no idea. I guess y'all talked about this. You and Cole talked about the unity thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not making the case for us being lockstep. If anything, my point is that's what divides us. And if we want to, you know, make big change going forward, I think we need to like, some extent that would actually unite us. Say what? What issues do you see that would actually help to unite? Well, my point being is I just think cultural shit in general. So just like whether it be, you know, the cultural stuff, like you look behind me, comics, fucking you wrote a book, shit like that. Like just, you know, that type stuff, a, a documentary, things yeah. like that, like cultural stuff in general, or even just hanging out like culture. I mean, a culture is a very broad, broad word, but just like cultural things, I think is what we need to focus on going forward and not so much on who you voting for. Should we have a government? Should we not? Shit like that. Like, like we need to be focusing on the culture and that's what brings us together. And like, that's how I think we will affect change in, in, in saying, large part. So not the autistic, uh, uh, things we have in the chat constantly, the arguments yeah. <laughs> in the chat that take up two or three days. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying those those shouldn't happen. I just mean as like a, a as a you know, especially when we engage with the normies and shit. I mean, oh, I think yeah, is a good way to is put it. You know, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, especially, I mean, not beating people over the head with it, like like you were saying earlier. That, that's a key, but just getting the normies to. To wherever we're gonna go, I guess is the thing. Trying to get any kind of breach is the thing because as great as a monopoly on violence was, I mean, I don't know how many people watch that that weren't already kind of uh, leaning that way anyway, you know. And uh, Pete talked about that about how he's going. The new one is aimed at normies. Uh, the cop one that he's making right now. He said it's more aimed at normies as opposed to libertarians and anarchists. So I mean, maybe that's a way just to uh, push it that way. I don't know. I guess that's. Uh, yeah, which I think that's kind of what I was getting a little bit too, because like it, monopoly and violence is inherently more political, whereas the oh, yeah. the cop one is like he's I don't I, he's going more broad, and so yeah. it's like it's a little bit less. I guess you can make the case it's less political in a sense. So yeah, um, that one's going to be up. He doesn't think he's going to have any trouble getting it up on Amazon or anything like that too. So I yeah, mean, being on Amazon's huge. I mean, yeah, they got their foot in the door, you know. So I mean, it's it makes sense, you know. Yeah, so, so hopefully that takes off, man, and something like that. I mean. I would love to do stuff like that, man. Makes uh, documentaries like that. That would be really cool. <laughs> oh, for sure. But that's uh, kind of a small market, kind of like a podcasting, you know, documentary. I mean, documentaries are huge too on Netflix. People watch those all the time. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's any way for us to ever get, like I was saying, man, like a cartoon or something might be the only way that we could actually get like on Netflix or something like that and then just have Liberty themes to them, you know. Oh, uh, shit. Have you seen the, uh, the Tom Woods, Michael Malice thing they're doing like? I can't I remember what it's called, it. but it's like a. Have you? You know what I'm uh, about? the first episode. Yeah, I, I mean that was good yeah. shit, and that's another thing that's like. I mean, obviously it's inherently more political, but the mm-hmm. it has broad cultural appeal because they're just kind of laying out more, just like this is like they're. It's I think it's like more focused on the constitution and shit like that, but it's like it has a, the way it's presented is more broad appeal, especially with the animation and shit. Yeah. So yeah, um, stuff like but, that. Oh man, that's a that's a good vehicle to to use. I think. Uh, especially if you can get it, like I was saying, on any kind of streaming service. Uh, I don't know how we can. Though. I mean, I don't know. I think uh, Netflix buys stuff that's already, you know, packaged, prepackaged, and you've already got it done, and they might buy it. So I don't know. If we could get together with a bunch of uh, animators or something like that and come up with something that's not, you know, just straight Liberty theme, but some cartoon or something like that, that we kind of, you know, throw a little secret messages in there, like playing the records backwards and all that stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, because you're able to sneak your message in. Where it, 
Yeah, they're far less likely to like cancel your ass or kick it out if you're if you're just sneaking your message in, you know. Oh yeah, it'll be like the send the nudes tower. Yeah, with that, I mean, uh, I think we're probably at a good spot. You have any other thoughts? Any other stuff you want to bring up while you, while we were here, or or is are you pretty pretty content with where we're at? Uh man, I don't know. Like I said, I was trying to, I wanted to kind of touch on something, but I I, I had trouble getting traction with the uh, trying to find examples in movies and stuff and cinema back in the day that would be really anarchistic and stuff like that you know that was kind of what i was hoping to go for but then i kind of ran into a wall <laughs> so oh you're good it happens to all of us uh yeah. you got you got obviously you got your books you I mean you want to go ahead and mention those again any other plugs you got you know if you want to let people know about twitter and uh, like what you're on on there or anything uh, like that yeah, twitter it's uh old teen jenkins i can't remember what the handle is actually if you see a tower out there i'm probably a part of it uh the books the first one is the buffalo on main street the second one is narcolepsy. It's spelled, it's actually broken up with a little, I don't know what the hell it is. It's not a backspace or a forward space. It's a space, one of those things. <laughs> it's kind of hard to search for. You have to type in narco and then the little up the, upside down thing and then Lepsy and it'll pull it up on Amazon. So available in paperback and on our Kindle on Amazon. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely throw me those links and I'll put them in my, uh, my video description. And so when people go watch this later, they can, you know, you know, click and go buy your fucking book. Um, with that, uh, I am on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm on everywhere audio podcasts are at. I'm also on the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute. This episode will be up on all those spots. Um, the Liberty Movement is also on Facebook and MeWe. So if you want to go check out that, uh, we kind of touch on that. You know, so you guys got an idea of what I was talking about here earlier in this episode. Uh, hit me up at thelibertymovementglobal at gmail.com. I know I kind of talked a lot about, you know, Liberty Movement stuff. I've been wanting to, like, you know, kind of take it take a find a good time to bring it up and this kind of naturally worked into this episode i really that's something i was pretty uh, passionate about i still am i think there's a lot of potential so if you have something in there you feel like a show that you think would fit that theme or whatever you know no idea is a bad idea worst case scenario i might just you know fucking say no <laughs> but uh hit me up at the global at gmail.com with any of those that type of stuff give me some fucking money uh patreon.com says no way jose 2020 or at endthefed.app, you can give me crypto, no way Jose 2020 as well there. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good shit. Uh, with that, Deuce, has been really awesome having you on here, Ovaltine. It's nice getting to meet your friends in real life. Right. <laughs> your internet friends. It was awesome, man. All right. Well, stick around. I'm about to end the broadcast, but we can shoot the shit a little bit after in post. Cool. So, all right. And whoop.